0: So medicine, probably tried four or five times. Wow. And that, that sounds like a lot of years to waste. And, you know, i probably started dentistry a little bit later than I should have. The hair's grown a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Uh, oh, facial hair is too.
1: <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Dalbad Power, a podcast about inspirational Nepali stories. I'm Andy. I am Sandy. All right, hit it.
0: Priyasma Gauchen. I'm based in Colchester, Essex. I also grew up in Colchester since I was eight, nine years old and lived there, you know, army background, Nepali family. Um, settled there, did my studies there, moved around the country for universities um, and now I'm back there working again as a dentist.
2: That was Priyasma Gauchin, a dentist and lady of many talents.
0: I think dentistry found me rather than me finding dentistry as a soul. But I could not change it for the world. Um, and, and, and every day I'm counting my blessings. Um, initially, I wanted to do medicine. And that didn't work out. And I'm sure so many people out there um, would relate to me as well. Being an Asian family, you know, everybody says, you know, going to med- medicine, going to law, go into like yeah. a reliable <laughs> kind of income kind of job. And, you know, growing up, army background, mum, obviously housewife um you know we left the army quite early on and you know we struggled mm-hmm. quite a lot it yeah. was back in the days 1999 I think my dad had or, you know, was, was retired as an officer and it was like gosh what do we do now like you know me and my sister were bowling our eyes out saying we don't want to go back to Nepal because we got so used to <laughs> of like the cushy life in mm-hmm. um in the UK going to school was like going to play whereas in Nepal you get the beats and you know you get books like, yeah, to you know, carry
1: funny funny thing you should say that because I know a lot of uh young kids who grew up uh either in the States, uh, the UK, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And their parents threatened them by saying, I'm going to send you to Nepal. And they yeah, go, yeah no, okay. I still, still use crying. that, my brother. <laughs> I still
0: do. And my parents quite struggled quite a lot. And I and I saw that, that, you know, to be able to live a comfortable life, you got to work hard, you got to put, you know... My mom always said, you know, make sure you use education first, education first, so you don't struggle as much as we do. Um, so um, from an early age, that was pinned to us. But I was quite an naughty kid, like, and I was really, really bad at school, um, going to fights and stuff like that too. So I never thought I would be where I am today. And even my mum and dad says, I never thought you'd be what you are today. (laughs) As I got serious, I wanted to be in healthcare. I wanted to help people. Um, I thought, you know, you only live one life, you know, to be able to help somebody get through life and get them feeling better and seeing them, you know, from an ill place to a happy, healthy Mm -hmm. place is something that inspired me. And I wanted to do medicine actually from the age of 17, 18 because I don't you know I went to quite bad school it was army Mm -hmm. school you know kids in that school wasn't serious they were moving around every few years so the studying priority wasn't a priority for most of them so it's not
1: so much the school but it was the system as an army background right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you'd be shifting a new base or something so your head wouldn't be in education it would be more of a kind of mentality of I'm not going to stay here anyway I'm just going to have fun every day is fun yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah. that's it And that's what kids are facing in in the teenage years um, back where we were there weren't many you know ethnic minority groups so
1: so just to Give, uh, context Where were you, let's say, in England?
0: Colchester, Essex, where I am now, okay, actually. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. That's probably worked as a benefit, really, because that's where I feel at home. That's what I know mm-hmm. since I was eight, 20, 25 years I've been here in this country, um, which I call my home now. Yeah, going back to a question. So, dentistry wasn't there, I think, found me. I wanted to do medicine, um, applied so many times, um, didn't get in um i got a bit frustrated and i thought okay i need to look at other things and then i looked in dentistry, and my friends were doing dentistry my sister was studying dentistry and i thought why did i not look into this sooner and the thing is you the grades to get into dental school was similar to medicine and i thought oh, well if i'm not getting into medicine why am i going to get into dentistry but it just all worked out Every, everything happens for a reason and i think i appreciated a lot more having you know, spent so many years trying to get into medicine that i really want to do dentistry and, and it happened and the thing is it was great it was like you know dentistry you're still helping people you're still changing people's lives you don't have to deal with death You don't have to mm. deal with night shifts You don't have to deal with long, long, long hours You're really selling this you don't Oh, have I know, to I know with, <laughs> don't,
1: do, don't be a doctor, be a dentist Because you don't have, exactly. to yeah. right, right. I mean, have to deal with death
0: That's right, that's right All of us have to deal with death Sorry,
1: you were business minded though Let's hear yeah, about that, that part Yeah, that too well, I
0: think my family, I'm um, and, mm. and, and I know Nepali people know think They're known to be quite business minded yeah. anyway Yeah, that's true um, I think I, I do probably have that in my blood um, mm. I, You know, my dad, even though he's in the army I think he always wanted to do something extra Than what he did mm. uh, yeah. in the army Mm-hmm. And that's I don't think the army was suited for him quite initially, but he does his own thing, and then everyone's like, oh no. We and need just to, to give to someone you. the
1: listeners context, your dad is a successful realtor in uh, properties. That's property, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right.
0: It's a self built mm. business. Like at the age of thirty-five, he retired from the army as an officer. He knew nothing else but the army, and all of a sudden, he had to start from scratch, rear right. these two children up. You know, age of six, age of eight, they in, need to study, in they a need foreign, to uh, country, foreign country. yeah, yeah. with no skills at all, yeah. and that's why I feel like we're so lucky because you know I've had that base being in the UK, and I know, you know you've got your own follow.
1: eternal family mentor, right? Yeah, that's it, that's it, and it's it. not and like I, that Donald Trump success stories. No, Let's it's get not yeah, all. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> one million, I only had one million to start my oh, business. I I
0: know. no, he's a true, true inspiration actually because coming out the army I was like, what do you do? You don't. You spend all your life since the age of 16, 17 when you join, and all of a sudden you're like. Do, you, do your own thing in civilian life. And I think the first job I... Use I remember him having it was like you know knocking on doors selling windows and doors because that was the only job that was going that you get free wow. training for mm-hmm. and it, it was hard I'm sure because I did that job as an 18 year old when I was trying to get my little bit of pocket when my mom was doing two jobs as well McDonald's and sewing company so like wow, I saw the struggle real. there yeah, 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 yeah I saw yeah. it and you know but at the, at the same time we are happy kids yeah, that's so a caring like environment me. right you see mm. the struggle
1: that your parents go through but you know you have all the amenities in life as well mm. and you have your family and the bond goes stronger if you're it does, in a struggle it does. together and we always
0: yeah we always stuck as one well. like because I know a lot of my family cousins they've been sent off to boarding school never sees how hard parents work they never yep. see you know the struggle behind of it and like even though they love each other but the real bond and that truth like you know inner yeah, roots because that and yeah. that's normal for an police family isn't it like and a lot of my cousins went to boarding school from age I mean, to four I, or five I went to boarding school mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but maybe it's different for guys and girls as well for girls yep. we're quite emotionally involved with our family we get really involved but for guys in, in your
1: in context to what you're saying it was beneficial that you didn't go because you got to see the growth and you saw the transition to the next level and seeing the gradual change in, you know, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. success let's say of your father, the family mm-hmm. and how hard they work. That's, that's right. the benefit of staying in school. Yeah. And
0: the closeness with their family yeah, yeah. as well, right? That's so it, that's those things you can't buy mm-hmm. and you know, those things every family would probably yearn.
1: I think one of the first times myself and Sandy met you was in this event, right? Smiles across Nepal charity dinner. (laughs) And when I saw your presentation, I thought like, this is worth it. There was a nice fancy dinner, there was games, you know, and then you had your slideshow and you had talent show kind of whatever it was. (laughs) Then I saw what the cause was, you know, what, what it was all for through the slides mustang and then you know mm-hmm. these kids then so i want to touch about smiles across nepal right
0: i am from mustang and smiles across nepal um is a brilliant charity It's a small charity um, founded in newcastle um in the 90 it's been around for a while 15 16 years very very small it's growing each year um and i got introduced to the one you know the founder um by a family friend who was from some sort of medical background he was a dentist the, you a know, founder Sanjeev, who i'm very very close to now and um he knew i was very Passionate about helping, you know. There's not many dentists in the UK anyway, so we're a mm-hmm. small knit. As soon as we, you know, join heads, you know, we all think of the same thing. We want to help, you know. We've, you know, we're quite happy and satisfied with our daily jobs in life, but you know, why not give more? You know, why not share what we have? Um, and that's how we did it. Um, and each year we go to different parts of the country. I'm not only focusing about, you know, providing health camps, but also educating local people so they can sustain um, the education Mm -hmm. and training that we give. Um, Because it is the remote areas that suffers, because there's plenty of dentists in Bokora. There's plenty of dentists in... um, you know, Kathmandu, all the big cities is overpopulated with overqualified people, but it is the rural areas that, you know, yeah, where that, it's, that the that services happens. aren't there. I mean, it, the charity goes back many, many years and that's why it's so successfully run. Um, we have good affiliation with Duluhikel Dental Hospital. Mm-hmm. So they do all the groundwork for us. They prepare, you know, everything for us. So when we're there, we go with mm-hmm. the money, funds that we raise, but also the skill and the talents and the innovation that we think would help the area. When I went to Mustang after you guys came to see mm-hmm. me for that charity dinner, um, it was really good, and the, I chose Mustang because I, that's the area I know, and that's the only area I know. Um, so it was nice to be able to you know connect the charity and to the village okay. I know. But it's not to say that's the only place we go. We go to different areas each time. So oh, okay. we were meant to go out in April two thousand twenty, but obviously the pandemic hit yeah. us and that's game keeps on getting postponed. But we're this time we're thinking of going to eastern Nepal, so near. Do
2: you have a team in Nepal as well, or is this? Something- we do,
0: we do, and it's a teamwork really. You oh. can't do this kind of stuff, you know, by a few people. Um, we have people out there and we do webinars all the time there was another one coming up in a few weeks um just updating and they tell us what where the work and the need is because they're oh, okay. the ground people they're the ground people doing all the research because you know there's never enough money to do this kind of work so you know if we can raise that here raise awareness um why not so if if
2: mm-hmm. there's anyone here interested any of our listeners interested Absolutely. to know more about the charity where should yeah, they go to right. check That's we've got a out? really
0: good website um actually the website's um, on construction at the moment but Instagram probably is the best way okay. Sanjeev um, who's the founder and I run it and his daughter um, also um, you know, manages okay. that so you know we've got loads of information and we do have uh, events yearly you know charity climb yeah. hikes at least every wow. okay, every cool. summer um, we do dinners um, so, and anybody's welcome like it, you don't have to from a dental background you know dentistry is quite easy because it's relatable to everybody everybody has teeth um, everybody <laughs> knows <laughs> yeah. how to brush their teeth so um, how's how's Nepali culture actually affected your life or
1: you know your your, career your career
0: yeah um that's that's a really really good question because i think it makes you who you are and that's what makes you very unique um where i am there's not I mean, the population of Nepali people are growing. Um, but when I was growing up, there wasn't many at all. I don't think we had any Nepalese friends because by the time my parents, my dad finished the army, the regiment moved. So it was just me and my sister. Um, and I don't think we spoke Nepali that much. Um,
1: you're nepali French sister? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah just one, yeah, yeah. but yeah. not by choice. <laughs> and your mum as well. <laughs> your mum too. That. And She yeah, does not yeah, speak
0: great yeah. English. And that's why I've been able to retain so, the language, I think. And um, Tough
1: town, tough right? Because yeah, you're that's in it. What kind of neighborhood demographic
0: is... Uh, Cultures. predominantly British white but that is changing yeah. I think because yeah, so. we're kind of closer to London people are you know yeah. migrating yeah. out yeah. a little bit um but growing up it, you know it was very you know, English friends only and their culture completely different to ours and you know I come home and I want to do this. Mom is like, no, we can't. <laughs> you know, it's like, yes, yeah, so it's completely yeah. different. And, you know, but at the same time, it makes you who you are. You know, I wasn't allowed to stay at a friend's house. I probably would once or twice. Mm. And they'll get really mad. they would not talk to me for weeks. It's a very Asian thing, is yeah. Yeah. yeah, like if, if you left the house overnight, you don't yeah. know what happens behind these closed yeah. doors. So your that Mom's kind of probably
2: like, where are you going? What time are you going to be? Yeah, behind? well, mom, yeah, where yeah, are you mom's gonna a, eat
0: mom's <laughs> a softer one, but there's a dad, isn't it? And she puts the pressure on mom, and you feel really guilty that mom's going through all that pressure. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of Nepali followers yeah, will listen. You can
1: relate to that. There's always really. these coming of age stories, you know, the cultural mm-hmm. difference and everything. One thing that I see always regurgitated, it's recycled in movies, is the kid brings the lunchbox and right. it's like Asian, you know. What was your lunchbox in school and what would your friends say? Like, oh. would, did you have anything like that where it's a curry yeah. burger or, you know what I mean? Yeah. By, yeah. Or Momo and they no. go, what is that? Because so- we
2: went to, I mean, we were... Uh, I guess minorities as well. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So we studied in Hong Kong in a British school. It was an mm-hmm. army school like you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. St. George's. And it was a lot of... So it was... It so was mostly kind, British people. It was and contra- we contradicting conflicting. It's a Chinese country, right? And we're in this white area because it's all the army people that study there. So it's all British people, right? And uh, we're, there was a few Nepalese in this school, right? So I didn't have many friends, so he was my friend by, not my oh, so choice, I just like you like..: <laughs> <laughs> like he I so didn't realise you guys exactly. go back so much. Yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah, you yeah, met here in London, yeah. okay,
0: that's great to know. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. and, um, you know,
1: we'd have lunch and stuff, and we'd bring our Nepali stuff, and yeah. in the beginning, the momo didn't work out that well. No. Oh, that stinks,
0: <laughs> that smells a far, man. Yeah. <laughs> but it tastes good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so good. I don't know. Uh-huh. Do you get those lunchroom stories. Uh, uh, I mean, uh,
2: there is a saying, apparently Asian moms show their love through food.
0: Yes, yes, I yeah. definitely Very know about that yeah. because I have really struggles with food. I'm a good. I'm really into my fitness, but food, I just can't. But you know, it's, uh-huh. it's,
1: it's it's contradictory as well because you know, in our culture, right? I mean, in the Western culture, if you say someone's fat, right, mm. it's it's kind of like a well, it's body shaming now these days. Mm. So that's the right <laughs> word for it. But in our culture, it's like. You have seen someone in a while, right? They'll tell mm-hmm. you if you've become fat. Eh, the, yeah. God, it's yeah. sister. Oh. oh, there's nothing nice to say, yeah.
0: <laughs> is there? Yeah. it was yeah. like, you yeah. say yeah. how it is. There's
1: there's a running commentary on how you look when you come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the Like, thank you, uncle. Yes, that's yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. There is no filter in some way. Oh, just to add to that as well, it's when you go to a Nepali house, right? they keep on bringing the food on yes, there's yes. one course after there's yes. the appetizer yes. right there's that part, obviously right oh, and then the main. Mm-hmm. and then you have to top nobody you have to have mm-hmm. some more right mm-hmm. it goes on and on mm-hmm. but um
2: and you say like I know and then they say I oh, know
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and you feel now, so it. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah I know yeah, about that boy, no. oh I me know or like, oh, are you on a diet yeah. or oh, you know like
0: no no I just physically can't eat anything more um but no it's true that's just what we're born with
1: born into that that's one of the positive parts or the the quirkiness the idiosyncrasies of our culture right one thing also that uh, you know prevailing attitudes toward women mm-hmm. i mean you might find that uh also in your career as a dentist right mm-hmm. female dentist mm-hmm. also you told us in your childhood you know going out and everything our culture and everything what's it like what's the challenges for a woman being a dentist and in the nepali culture in your experience
0: um, really kind of being really a question. minority
2: as well I guess yeah, yeah that's a really UK. interesting
0: question um, so there's two questions, elements to that um, let's start with uh, women in dentistry um, before it was the other way around, This used to be predominantly male um, dominated career um, a job, but now I think it's changing I think it's 55% women and 45% men um and that's that's expected because you know the world is modernizing and yeah. you know everything's equal um and I, I'm so privileged to be able to be born in this part of the you know part of the century or you know whatever yeah. you call it um but yeah lots of patients come to see me they're terrified to see the dentist but, but they <laughs> like they say yeah oh, you know, I'm glad you're a lady. You're very gentle. <laughs> and you know, um, they, I'm quite small, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, we've got small hands." All these little things. Um, but you know, they. I, I I'm, them, I'm glad
1: you're a lady. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, thank you. I you know, I you know. I
0: was like, I know, I know. <laughs> the hair's grown a little yeah. bit. Uh, oh, facial hair is. to go there. You want to go, yeah. go close, but right. the mask is helping. I, I think uh, the intention,
1: uh, the meaning, is that you, you know. Which is still a prejudice. You have a softer touch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't mind that. I'll take the benefits of that, I mean, and, and yeah. work, it work, works out quite well. It's in a good way. It's supposed yeah, to say in a good way, that's right? right? Yeah. But you, you go back asking why we've got this inner fear, and they said it because you know I had a man dentist when I was you know twelve, and he took those loads, did a loads filling that wasn't needed, and you know back in wow. the days, yeah, wasn't needed. Wow. Yeah, that yeah. Kind of they're really happens? strong, strong, really, strong. You know, um, you know, powerful comments that patients feedback on well I wasn't there 50 years ago I wouldn't know yeah same here uh-huh. I, I don't
2: know what the stigma against dentists is but it's year, not very so. good
0: at all actually and that's why it's really difficult um, I think things are changing a little bit and the personality who you are as a person is so important because at the end of the day they come to see you for help there needs to be that trust mm-hmm. that's interesting yeah because
1: uh-huh. this is really a people kind of uh, job career right because you mm-hmm. have to be impressionable mm-hmm. otherwise there's always like you said the stigma the fear of yeah. the dentist mm-hmm. and when I was a kid you know like you don't want to go to you want to, you want your teeth tied to a string oh, yeah. and held to a door and then yeah,
0: pulled out but I think Nepalese people would generally have a quite good balanced diet there's not much sugar in our diet oh, so you don't okay. need too much work right. but like let's say the western diet nowadays I, I mean it's not family's the same but it's just very easy to get just crisps and sugar
1: brownie point for you because you said uh, the positives of being in nepali culture is you know the the teeth and the, yeah, the diet
0: okay yeah, is, yeah. is that what you're saying like, absolutely because i'm yeah. um, growing up i didn't have much sugar so i didn't need fillings as a child so i used to love going to see the dentist it was like a day out i wanted to impress the dentist you know the smell of being the dentist surgery yeah. i had really really good a positive environment um so yeah going back female dentistry um i think it's growing anyway. Um,
2: was it a challenge when you started? Because you said it was pretty male-dominated, right? I mean, being from an ethnic minority group as mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. as well as kind of being I didn't a feel
0: that. I didn't feel that in dental school itself, because it's changed a lot over the last 10, 20 okay. years, I think. At the moment, I think it's very equally um, distributed. Um, so it's not an issue. But the older generation patients I see, they're mostly terrified because, you know, dentistry back a long time That's ago. That's probably why
2: I heard that. Uh, dentistry is apparently falls in the top five most stressful jobs i, I don't is, know if it's related it to yeah. people having that negative attitude yes. towards okay. dentists mm-hmm. yeah
0: and you know we heard about this you know soon after starting dental school you know it's one of the most stressful jobs in the in the world um pile of next to pilot next to firefighters or the big big you know, high risky yeah. jobs um and um i can see that in some way but there is other flip side to it as well it's very really rewarding it's, it's really nice to have that relationship with patients um and you know to get them to a really happy place from being not in a nice place um but no it's patient management's key and i think you have that with every aspect of jobs you know Every patient that comes to the door expectations different. And if you've done 100% of what you can do to the best abilities, they're still not happy, that can become really stressful because you can go home and think about it. What well, have I not done? Going back to medicine, it's not life or death. It's teeth at the end of the day. There is something you can do. Um, yeah. Even if you lose a teeth, you can have an implant. Um, right. So. It, it, every yeah the more you are in this job the more relaxing it can be I think starting out early um it is quite tough and you need the right mentors you need the right coaches around you and mm. and, and I have that I think I, I can always pick up the phone you know what's up my friends call call my friends and just whoever I've experienced can always just reassure me and it's not an issue that's cool that's just great, having yeah. the right people around you and, yeah, and mental health sure. is a big thing especially during the pandemic times mm. you're feeling very alone and dentistry and maybe GPs and many many other jobs as well you're in that closed environment um where it's just you and the patient or you and that person. Um, and you know, it's not a team involved job like you're at the hospital where you make a mutual team.
1: So you know physicians. the lo- you know, the uh, you touch upon the lockdown time, right? Yeah. So what covid what have you seen you know in in your line of work during that time was there any covid related things that you were doing or, or helping with the nhs what was there anything that was yeah, happening?
0: yeah so uh, let's go back to yeah about a year ago from now oh gosh it was just so much it was such an emotional roller coaster for everybody and um, including the dental environment because we didn't know whether we're opening we were closed for two months actually end of march um April, May, we were closed. Man uh, closure, right? Closure. Every, it was full lockdown, wasn't it, yeah, really? Because yeah, yeah, no, no one knew yeah. how to, what to do. And the government told us to close because we're not essential. But, you know, we realized later on that we are essential. Mm. Um, and then it, it, there was a lot of ups and downs. And I'm fully, like, working five days a week, sometimes six days a week. Nine, to, you know, Eight till six is my daily working hours. I say nine to five, but you get there a bit early. You know, mm-hmm. c- yeah. you stay there after work, doing paperwork, referrals. Um, I'm so fully used to being on the go, on the go, when everything stopped, it was just like, whoa, like what happens now? And, and you kind of, you kind. Of, sometimes you kind of need that reset button. Um, and, um, I don't know, it might sound like controversial saying this, um, but it just made you, t- gives you time to think, but then we didn't know what was going to happen. So it couldn't fully relax. So I think, me and my friend was talking about this if we knew that things were just going to go back you just know the way it was we may have enjoyed that two months more but because we had that fear of known yeah. mm-hmm. we weren't able to relax fully and you know that two months was golden but I don't know how I spent it you know it, it went <laughs> quite quickly I have loads of interest outside of my work as well mm. it was um, golden
1: but you forgot about it yeah that's it it's is
0: life isn't it it throws yeah. you lots of things and you just deal with it and we're still happy we still survive and you're having that positive um attitude towards life and what it throws at you I think that's what you need to kind of carry on going but I know there's a balance isn't it if there's too much yeah. pressure for somebody you can just kind of blow up itself, and you're just not functional then and you really limit yourself about what you can do and what you can achieve
1: once you started to become operational in your practice again, what mm-hmm. safety measures and... Oh,
0: so loads. Oh my gosh, to the point where I thought, oh my gosh, I don't want to even be here. Because it's kind of
1: serious because you're <laughs> dealing with something where, you know, you're dealing with a mouth where you can potentially yeah. have... Oh know, yeah,
0: so really risky. One of the highest ones, you know. I, I mean, IT. Talk about occupational hazard, Yeah, yeah. I ITU, ENT, doctors, you know, for us, we're in the mouth. Um, so early on, all the procedures, I and mean, we still do it now, um, So, you know, temperature checking, having questionnaires over the phone, before we come to to see for appointments, when we do any treatment that involves aerosol generating procedures, like the drilling, cleaning the teeth and things like that, you have to leave the room empty for a whole hour after you've treated that patient. And that meant you could see only like, you know, 10, 20% of patients you'd be able to see. And obviously, because we were locked down for two months, there was loads of problems, you know, people dealing with teethache, we Can't fix over the phone. We are doing telephone triages, but you can't fix a toothache, you know, down the phone. Um, you know, for like no broken teeth, we say you know, temporary kids and then give them advice. But the reality was, lots of people were suffering. We see in the news all the time people were taking their own DIY instruments to the teeth and try and take it out. And it shouldn't be like that, you know. Um, we shouldn't have been closed. It's
1: 2021, yeah, yeah.
0: We shouldn't be
2: no no one was doing the Nepalese thing, yeah. Uh, No, no, that's it, that's it.
0: Do some magic, uh, all that stuff, the witch doctor stuff. Um, but no, it, it was difficult um so eventually opened up in um june um early june and we just had so many different things in places so we have to wear this ppe um extra enhanced ppe i mean we're dentistry were quite good repeat, you know infection control anyway but it had to go even more higher so we have to wear this big heavy duty oh, stealth yeah. mask Seems like what the builders wear um ffp3s uh, masks and things like that it's quite difficult to work in that situation
1: and to get into it as
0: well is a quite yeah a routine, that's right? it it is it is everything takes so much longer um and there's so many more pictures to see because you haven't seen it for the whole year it sounds
1: like you're working in a nuclear reactor yeah facility, it really right? is and
0: you defume it what's it called yeah, defogging diffuser yeah defogging yeah. the whole machines everything yeah it's like that's a it. horror
2: sci-fi movie right
0: that's it she's a petrified to come and see you anyway and then you've got to put this thing on which makes you look like an astronaut yeah, and oh, the, how, are you, how are you
1: doing today behind that us, yeah. you know,
0: and you it, it's muffly so I was calling my Darth Vader Darth so <laughs> know, I,
1: in the professional dentris, uh, dentistry in the UK anyway what's the apex what's the epitome of is it like having your own practice or what? what's the stages anyway what is the steps yeah everybody's different
0: you, I think back in the days everyone was working towards um, owning a practice because mm-hmm. it was easier to do so it was more affordable to do so banks would just give you ka-ching, money yeah, yeah, ka-ching, yeah ka-ching. but now it's different because if you have everybody buying practices who's going to run the practices so you yeah, know it depends right. how you are At the as a dentist you can't just be associate which I am at the moment mm. where you just are you are self-employed you go and work with the practice you you don't really have a boss you work for yourself and you say these are the hours I do um, you work with the principal who owns the practice and say you know this yeah. is what yeah. the contract we're going to sign is going to be um, everyone's different you know some people don't want that business entrepreneurial kind of work involved and um, so they may just be Stay like a associate for a long time and go home and not worry. However, other people may want to go into business side of mm. things. But you know, you got to deal with stuff you got to deal with the building. You know, anything breaks, you know, and everything goes ill. And yeah. What about
1: just, you? Are you? Are you ever looking at your own practice, or I mean, what oh. is your
2: goal?
0: Yeah, it's difficult to say because I want to do so many things. Um, I think if I had a practice, I wouldn't be able to do the other things. Oh, okay, mm. so
1: speak to us about you. Have, do you have a lot of things, like your charity, right? Yeah. Talk to us about your side hustle now.
0: Now, as I'm doing more and more dentistry, I do more cosmetic treatment. You know, veneers, tooth whitening, straightening teeth um, mm-hmm. in a minimally invasive way. So it's something that's healthy, something that, you know, long lasting um, and something that's maintainable. So a lot of patients come to see you because they've not never been happy with their smile. It affects their confidence. It affects their relationship, you know, with people, work, new people they meet. Um, so they come to see you for a better smile improve confidence, um, better quality of life anyway. And then at the same time, you know, they may want to tweak up here or there. You know, so I do, you know, um, a lot of people know as Botox. Botox, right okay. Yeah, Botulinum toxin. We call it anti rink um anti um treatment okay. um because we're not actually allowed to use the word botox because it's a marked name but okay. that's what everybody oh, okay. knows it for okay. um there yeah. could be
1: similar products to that but not yeah, 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 yeah that's
0: that's exactly there's few other products that are similar but that's so well known everybody says that uh, right? and we've got to be really careful even using that word in you know advertising instagram yeah it shouldn't be advertised at all and that's why i don't talk about it too much um because it's treatment that you know they should come to you for it. it's a medical treatment, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, there's I, that
2: negativity around Botox. There, you know? there is, isn't there? Yeah.
0: And um, and that's the thing. Like, there's lots of competition now with the beauticians being able to do it as yeah. well, um, and it's not highly regulated in this country, especially. Okay. Um So that's why you know if you get it, you know you can just go somewhere beauty treatment place to go so, and get so the wait, treatment so like this.
1: This. Um the stuff that you're doing on the side, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that that's not in the dental practice, right? That's in. I offer
0: in dental practice as well. Oh, okay. So, um, so how do you have
1: that conversation with someone? Do you go, "Hey, but to you be, need Botox."
0: Yeah. To how be you? honest, to be honest, <laughs> no. Yeah. No. To be honest, I don't do a lot of in dental practice. Um, mm-hmm. um, but some people ask for it, and that's the thing. I they ask for it, I don't offer it. It's oh, not. Okay. It's, all right. Yeah. Um, oh, that's, so not that's every the denti- difference. Yes, that's, right? that's it. Not many dentists does it. Not every mm-hmm. dentist does it. um. um so it's. I mean, some patients I've seen for years and years, we just have that conversation. They're like, oh, do you do this too? you do that too? And that's what I do. It's just extra skills to have. And they trust you. You know, you know, they know you're you know, qualified in the right field mm-hmm. to do it. So they feel comfortable coming to you to do it. And I always say, you know, anybody who's wanting treatment like that, go and see a medically qualified pay, person. Um, because there are risks involved, like with any medical treatment, and you need to have that conversation. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: So you're a Nepali woman, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Talented. Very uh, entrepreneurial, right? Inspiring, inspirational, but also single. Now, they'll put that (laughs) list there, right? So all the aunties and uncles will go... Yeah, but I'd say no. Yeah. So, and you might have that conversation when you go somewhere, right? You uh-huh. go to these Especially big gatherings, yeah, yeah. gatherings right? Yeah. Do, do you
0: ever get that? because Oh, all the time. But I think that I've gone so past date now. It was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm on the shelf, like really back of the shelf. But no, yeah, all the time. I think since I was 16, 17, it was like talks around. And I used to be like, well, I'm just a kid. And I used to get really annoyed and get really defensive. Yeah, yeah. But times five, by, I still think I'm in my 20s. I don't think I'm in my 30s. But that's the thing the conversation around, because that's what we are used to. And the older generation of aunties yeah. that's what they know they think you know, mar- that's their yeah, part-time think, job right yeah they think marriage is the answer to life but it's mm-hmm. not actually because I, I have friends who are married it's very you know, well
1: said have, i like that yeah married, but it's not yeah marriage is yeah. not the answer to life no it? it's
0: not and they think you know you have to tick boxes you to jump over hoops mm-hmm. at this age times that have is.
2: changed as well because before, so bef- before it was different before it was about finding mm-hmm. the right husband making yeah, sure you know she's I mean, gonna have a decent life
1: Mm -hmm. thank you sandy because you're touching on that point that it's 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 about in society as well as a as a woman right a a career woman right you don't need a man or it's evident right now that Yeah. yeah you know you're okay by yourself right mm-hmm. you don't need a man to do to have that career and everything for you you're doing it yourself right that's
0: right that's right it's true that's a, that's the thing you know my mom's generation is different you know she got married when she was 16 17 she was yeah. there to look after my dad and look after the children but you know it's changed so much from her generation to ours where like you know we don't we don't need to rely on anybody and we're not we self and autonomy is so key um and she didn't have that and you know i relate to mum's, you know, it's so different. It's, you know, yeah. how You're we like, are. like, arrange
1: marriage. No, I'll arrange my, my own, own marriage, marriage when I want to in yeah, my yeah. day, yeah. in my terms. That's the arrangement. That's <laughs> it. That's, it's different, isn't it? What's really inspiring about you is uh, anyone who's listening to this who wants to get into medicine, you know. You talk about failure. What do you do after failure, right? You're so candid and honest about your story and your uh-huh. pathway, right? So uh-huh. you tried medical, how many times did you
0: say? Oh, loads. Right. Like, and I'm not ashamed to say it now because, you know, there's people trying to get in they get really disheartened oh, yeah. about it. And I'm like, don't, I'm sure, like if I can get in, anybody can get in and like, don't give up. Um, so I'm medicine probably tried four or five times. Wow, and okay. that, that sounds like a lot of years to waste. And, you know, I probably started dentistry a little bit later than I should have. But in hindsight, you know, I'd rather it than be not at all. <laughs> (laughs) So, you know, you will find a path and, you know, You've, I knew the application system so well because I because <laughs> I played <laughs> so many times. And you know, a lot of people have probably given up a long time ago. But I said, yeah. you know, I, I said, and even my teachers they said you're not going to get into these grades. But I was like, I'm still going to apply.
1: You probably mm. even know the receptionist by the first name basis, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The oh, you here again? What do you yeah, want? that's <laughs> it.
0: And you know what? All these failures gives you that. You know, it, it's it a
2: perseverance it. as well.
1: It you is. It is,
0: it. and yep. it's not easy. But nothing in life is easy, is mm. it? So you know, you need also
1: I think. I think it's a le- learning experience, right? What that's do you do after? the thing uh, the, uh, yeah, the failure happens right is yeah.
0: yeah
2: that, that I, I guess determines where what
1: kind what of person past, you are yeah,
0: yeah exactly what career yeah path, one yeah. door closed means another door opens yeah. so you just got to find your doors that are opening to you so because um, I always had a backup plan if this is okay. you go this way I'll do this I'll do that and so my time was not wasted in I mean spent. you
1: you'll probably have a lot of backup plans blessed that you're a dentist now right yeah we you'd probably be a fitness instructor yeah
0: that's it that's it i was thinking in pandemic i was like okay if i can't go back to work what i'm gonna do and i was like i was looking at properties and i was like looking into buying a farm i was like what can I, do oh, with, wow. what can I do in that farm i was like, i'll make a fitness studio in the yeah, middle um but no all these crazy thoughts are going and very like, you industrious know, you are and yeah. you know you know it's just where there's a will there's a way like look mm. at us we came from nepal from this like tiny little village where there's no running water and look at us now where we are here yeah, that's you know, true
1: every time i meet you i'm like is she kidding? What kind of drugs is she on? I want some of that drugs. Mad- it's Les Mills. It's really, it really is Les oh, okay. Mills.
0: There is nothing involved. And it's get, cheap. The
1: okay. secret's out now. Yeah, yeah. Out. Les
0: Mills on demands is great. I was going to do right. one this morning, but yes. I didn't have time. You're so full of energy. You know, mm-hmm. you're so positive.
1: There's an aura, a good vibe about oh, you. Oh, thank you, know? you. So like, how does she do it? Now I know the secret. Yeah, right?
0: but no, let's go back to um, universities where I stand. Yeah. Um, so applied to medicine. Um, before my degree, and then twice after the degree, so that is at least four or five years of cycle of um, applying. But I was working, you know, I was doing healthcare work, care assistant. Um, I was doing lots of other jobs in between as well um, when I wasn't studying or when I was in the gap year. And then I thought after applying, after applying four or five times, I thought. Um, I had friends doing medicine, and she said, you know, she was a medical student. She was like, it's not as good as you think it is. She says, you actually know, you're running around for 12, 14 hours. You can't even get a toilet break. You can't even get a lunch break. And I think that they're was, not selling you, yeah. No. And and that's when I thought. You know what? Is is medicine really what I want to do? Because you know, when you're so tunnel visioned in what you want, yeah, yeah. And then life changes, and your perspective and, and your expectation, you know, of you know your job changes. Um. And I, then I, then when she said a few things, a few a few of her friends said, you know, are you sure medicine is what you want to do? And that's when I started opening. I eyes to other places and um I soon started talking around. I've had a few friends who are dentists, they said only positive things about it. Mm-hmm. Um it was quite easy to change my personal statement to dental one because I had I had so much experience and, you know, background, work experience, all the hours I spent to try and get my, you know, CV, doing really good. Doing Change that d- to dentistry wasn't that difficult to do. I just had to do a few extra things. And, you know, I had a really lovely statement. R- rub
1: out where it says uh, doctor or medicine, right? Just yeah, put dentist, dentist, yeah like, exactly. My dream is always to be and a- it It's the same. It's <laughs> to help <laughs> people, isn't it? Yeah.
0: And then it was crazy because I applied to medicine five times and didn't get in. And I applied to dentistry once and I got in. Oh, like, wow. I got all my places I needed to. Um, But at the same time I didn't want to waste Another year of gap years So I applied to Hungary To do dentistry Mm -hmm. there So I started within a few months Of me applying Why Hungary? Hungary, because it's really popular, all the Eastern European countries, Romania, Hungary, um, Czech Republic, Spain, yeah that's becoming really popular areas to do medicine dentistry, so you find a lot of people doing that, some Nepalese that I know as well and you pay yourself to go in, they say they're tests, but anyone can come in as long as you pay the fees it's private fees, that was another thing, I was thinking oh I'm going to put my family under all these pressures of having to pay for my fees, whereas before it was just student loans I was getting them a loan from, Um, but at the same time it was something I wanted to do and I knew I could pay them back later on, and once I'm working, so I went over there straight away um, but it's, it's about who you meet when you're in that struggle, because I've spoken to another friend who did the same thing, um, went, so he was in Hungary, so I went to Hungary, went to different dental medical dental school. So I said you know, after six months, three months being there, I was, "Oh, you know, Amarinda, what are you up to? You know, let's meet up. Thank you so much for helping me to get into where I am now." And he was like, "No, I'm back in the UK. I'm doing dentistry school here." And I was like, "What? What did you do?" And he applied to dental school while he was out there. So I did exactly the same. Aww. I applied when I when I was out there, and I go into UK medical school, um, dental school, um, Liverpool, Preston, and there was few other places I applied. But that was another thing. I was just I was so happy to speak to him at this right moment in time to follow his pathway I haven't met him in like 5-10 years that we you know that that we haven't spoke but I feel like he was like the god (laughs) to help me to be where I am and it, it wasn't even that close friend it was just friends you know from um um from our degree course that we did um you've you you, you found the right friends
1: the world mm-hmm. worked in its mysterious yeah, way it's luck. Sometimes it, it's luck it was your uh, calling right yeah, you yeah it was calling. the first time yeah so you had good friends in your uh during your whole pathway my friend sandy you know i wish i had friends like you he was like what's in your lunchbox i want that chicken wing now yeah. that's the kind of conversations we <laughs> had because he was <laughs> eating all my sandwiches
2: really? oh. <laughs> expanding <laughs> on that who's been the most influential figure I guess in your life who or maybe there's a few
0: oh so many it depends on a personal level or like um be careful because some people or,
1: might hear this and they go yeah. how dare you blank me
0: oh I know <laughs> I know you know what I'm gonna make it really simple And um, I think it's my sister my little sister who's, but I look up to her a lot um she's two and a half years younger than me. Um, but she was a year ahead in dentistry to me cause I did a degree. Mm-hmm. She's clever. She got in straight away. Whereas I got, I had to go with the de- you know, the degree right around. So, you know, I spent a few years trying to get to where I am. But, um, even though she's younger than me, she's so mature. She's so grounded.
1: Wait, the sister that the Nepali friend that you didn't choose. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, <laughs> right choice. Yeah.
0: I didn't realise I had it. had it quite good. Um No, um, I, I look up to her quite a lot. Actually, Um that's cool. she's married. She's she got married before I did. So that's another controversial thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But that, that's another okay. thing. I think marriage okay. is a big issue. Like it's a yeah. big commitment for her right. to make. And right. she just she's she, she takes everything out a stride. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, she makes me think. And every time I'm stressed, she's like, "Oh, it's not that bad." And then she makes it feel all fine and it's very relatable and you know she knows me the most I know her the most and you know I look up to her a lot and um yeah she's very close to me
1: before our signature boom question, right? Yes. Uh, what, what, what few words of advice would you give to inspiring people, let's say, in your profession or just generally?
0: Um, I'll say this life is beautiful even though we have lots of complaints day to day. Um, I think you only have one opportunity to live, you know, do what you want to do. Don't if, you, be. if you're agnostic, that is. If yeah. you're Buddhist, you might, you, there <clears throat> might be a couple. That's that are, it, that's or it, or you Hindu. never know, that's <laughs> it. Um, yeah, take every opportunity as it comes, start every day as a new day. Um, you know, you know there is it's beautiful it's what you make out of it and you know there's so much opportunities you just need to follow it and you need to believe in yourself that's another thing you know no one's going to do it for you you got to do it for yourself and you know people around you you know use that and you know use that energy from one another to be the best that you can be so when you are in your deathbed you say okay you've had a good life mm-hmm. you've done what you want to do you've you know you never wished for something because you went for it Um. so yeah do it the great. world is your oyster
1: yeah great the world is your oyster um, speaking, voice to speaking of food, right? Mm-hmm. This is the most important question we're going to ask you today. It's Ooh. the final question, yes. right? It's a tough one. Uh-huh. You don't have to. You don't have to choose to answer yes. this because uh-huh. it is kind of a polarizing question. I think right? I know what's
0: coming. <laughs> yes. Question, oh no, I the have... question
2: is: What do you have with your dal and Yes,
1: uh, masu, you... obviously. No. What do you prefer? You're personally, like you know, and Bat, You can put anything in it, right? So you have masu. Do you mm-hmm. have? Uh, tarkari, do you uh, you know some people had have the
0: whole lot you know about takali thali <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, takali thali yeah. you got oh that's the best thing you got so mm-hmm. much choice and you, you had st- to
1: make it about your cast right? Oh I'm oh, sorry oh, I'm one of oh, oh, well for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. but cool, takali yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So it's got ta- t- tell us what's in a takali thali that you like. What, what, oh what I like do you know everything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like oh, yeah.
0: everything, but if I want to get really really um you know picky and stuff like that, I love like a lamb, lamb kudzol masu. Oh, okay, oh, cool. yeah, and the gravy that goes along with the rice and dal, I and mean, they all sort mixed together that rich curry sauce. You're not um, talking
1: a lot about vegetables here, right?
0: Oh, vegetables, vegetables there. I'm trying to get As more a dentist, sag. I'm <laughs> worried about yeah. you. Okay, I'm trying to get sag in there, but like a good chutney with a kick makes yeah, okay. a big difference. But right. I love Nepali food, I just have to have it later in the day. So, just don't force asleep. Would you say
2: the best takali thali you had was in mustang?
0: oh for sure everything tastes so much better there because you're in the high altitude everything's yeah. cold the food the, ri- the soil is really rich everything tastes so much better I would definitely put okay. a few pounds on there while I'm there <laughs> you got to eat with your hands yeah that's cool yeah. that's
1: cool so thanks for answering our last question thank you for having me and it's been great having you I think your story will inspire a lot of people yeah.
0: thanks for taking part in a podcast no thank yeah, you so much for fair. having me and yeah. I best of luck to you both guys for this to well, you know, work really well for you I'm really excited to you know, follow your journey and I can't wait to listen to this all. and many other games Guests as well. So I'm a big podcast fan, you know who I am. So, um, no, it's just, just right. a privilege. Brilliant. Stay Brilliant. tuned. Thank Stay you. Tuned. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you.